Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks, and as we continue on, I am so excited about being on the 344th podcast with my friend, my podcast, my podcast cohort. Boy, don't say that very quick, or we may get in trouble. And uh, but uh, here Stephanie is now. Stephanie was feeling a little down yesterday and the day before because of you know the old leg surgery thing, but she, I think she's doing a little better today. How's things going, Stephanie? Well, Doug, as long as I stay sitting, I think if I stand up, I might be too tipsy, but I'm fine while I'm sitting. So. And I want you to know that sometimes when you have vein surgery, you get more dehydrated than when you don't have vein surgery. It's something that they suck all the juice out of you or something. I can't explain it. If you're not careful and all of a sudden you go a whole day and you don't use the restroom and you go, man, I'm dehydrated. I got to do something. So. But Stephanie's drinking like crazy. That's what's messing her up. You know, that's that crazy, silly, it's not right to have to have vein surgery. And, uh, but it's what God has for us. And so we're going to take it. We're going to be happy about it. But anyway, we got this segment. Continue to pray for Stephanie. She's going to be having vein surgery for like the next 27 years. But Thank a- you. But after that, she'll be, no, it's not that bad. They're just going to catch them up. I I believe she's got about a year of treatment left because uh, she's where I was at when I started around her age. And it takes about a year to get everything under control. And then every couple of years after that, you might have to go in and get a, uh, just get a modification or something. That's what a weird way to talk about your vascular system, but that's what happens. And uh, so we've got this segment here, Stephanie, you, you might be a knucklehead if, if you steal one of your friends and the, the people you hire to help you with the podcast, they had some Lara bars on the desk over here. Now it said gluten-free, vegan, vegetable-free. I don't know. It's vegan. Uh, so it has vegetables. It said gluten-free, uh, soy-free, vegan. And it was like it had the consistency of like wet tree bark. But I'm going to tell you something right now, man. That bar changed my life. But you might be, it, it was good. I'm going to buy like 600 of them on the way home. And, <laughs> and so I don't know how much you paid for each one of these bars. Bars are expensive. So I left a dollar in the box as kind of like rent because I'm going to bring them back another bar because I don't think I pay. All I have is a $2 bill and a $1 bill. I don't want to give up that $2 bill. Debbie likes to collect them. So that's where I am. I might be a knucklehead because I stole the Lara bar, but I did rent it. I left them a buck. Next time I come in to do podcasts, and he's got five or six left. Next time I come in to do podcasts, I'm going to bring him one back. That's all I'm saying. But I might be a knucklehead, Stephanie. I'm just being upfront with you. And, folks, if you want to make Doug's day, uh, send him a Lara bar, you know? Yeah, it's good. It- I, I mean, I felt things in my body I haven't felt in days. <laughs> that Lara bar, man, it woke That's good food. I got to get away from the whipped cream and stuff again, man. That food made me right with God, man. I'm, I'm wound, I'm, I'm wound tighter than an eight, eight clock. Back when I was a kid, they had, you could wind a clock up for eight days. 
it, it moved real fast the first few days. You're getting up like 20 minutes before everybody else. But anyway, praise God. And then food that's right with God is the same food aforementioned, the Larabar. I don't know what it is. I'm looking. There's like six left. I'm thinking about eating all six of them and just writing a check or something. I don't know, man. That Larabar's right with God. And uh, anyway, that's all I want to say. So I've rented it. I did leave a buck. I'm not going to eat any more bars. I am drinking water. I did come in with a latte. So Stephanie, <laughs> saying all that, you know the predicament I'm in. Do you think a dollar rent is enough? I think so, Doug, considering you're going to bring in a replacement. Okay. There's the answer right there. I am. But, so you are not a knucklehead. A knucklehead would take the bar and not leave a buck, not replace it, not anything. That's what a knucklehead would do. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I like I like the side you're on that I'm not a knucklehead. That's a pretty good side right there. <laughs> as long as you stay on that side, we're going to stay tight. I want you to okay. know that. Here we go. We're on uh, uh, Psalm 107. And, folks, we've been through some junk here in Psalm 107, learning together. We we went through some things that these folks are supposed to give thanks to the Lord. The redeemed of the Lord are supposed to say so. Stephanie sang a great song yesterday about being redeemed and uh, things of that nature. And then we, we come along and we, we see this thing where th these people have lost the way. They continuously lose their way. Can I tell you something, folks? We continually lose our way. So this is a psalm that's pertinent to us. It's a psalm. Uh, God's word is always something that helps us. It's, it never returns void. God always does works on our hearts through his psalm. God is always doing something. And uh, sure enough, they they lost their way and they lost their freedom. You know, when you lose your way, you lose the liberty of God and you lose your freedom. And uh, here we come. We're on verse number 17. And, and I think these people, I think if you look at it and you look real closely, starting in verse 17, they lose their health. And, uh, folks, there's a system out there that, that we're supposed to follow, and it looks like this. We wake up, we give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. The redeemed of the Lord tell people we're redeemed, we're saved, we've accepted the Lord. There's a difference going on. And, uh, and, and then we go on, and, and then at the end of this, what we did yesterday as well, it, it went on to say, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. And his wonderful works. Don't make God beg for your praise. Don't, don't make God beg for your thanks. Give it to the Lord. Share that with him. And now we're coming here on 17, Stephanie, and it said, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities are inflicted, their soul abhorreth all manner of meat. And they draw near unto the gates of death. Man, they're sick. They're right there. They don't want to eat. They're giving up the prime rib. I mean, things aren't going well. And... Uh, then they cry unto the Lord in trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. That's the third time we've seen that in this psalm. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for their goodness. And again, it's almost like begging's going on here. The mm -hmm. psalmist is begging us and, uh, uh, and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice, uh, sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare thy works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships and they that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and the wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the strong wind and lifteth up the waves thereof. You get out in the middle of the sea, it's only God. No one else is going to change that water. You know, no one's calling Joe to change that water. Hybrid cars are not going to change that water. 
They mount up in the heaven, and they go down again to the depths, and their soul melteth because of trouble. They reel to and fro, and they stagger like a drunken man, and are their wit, are at wit's end, at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. I think that's the fourth time, Stephanie. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad, because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto the desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord third time for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of people and praise him in the assembly of elders. And uh, I'll tell you, folks, uh, you know, we started looking here. We started where they lost their health. And when people lose their health, it's almost like they lose their hope. But can I tell you, when you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you always have hope. When you have God, when you have a direct line to God, there's no one in between. There's no working that has to go on. There's no changing that has to go on. We don't have to go through some major city in the country or, or a pope or a potentate or a king to get our way with God. We, uh, we got to just go to God and let God have his way with us. We always had that wrong. I was raised in religion. It was all messed up. Religion, tradition. And folks, can I tell you, I did not know Christ as my Lord and Savior. It's never been about religion. It's never been about tradition. Don't play religion on people, folks. It's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. And uh, I go to a church where it's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, Stephanie goes to a church where it's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's never been about steps. It's never been about works. It's never been about any of that. I mean, Stephanie, what did you see as we read through there? Wow, I see God's mercy. Yeah. Over and over, you know, they turn from him. Um, in verse 17, they're called fools um, because he's comparing the children of Israel to fools. And um, then verse 19, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. And then I think verse 20 is beautiful. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And, you know, I think for any of us who suffer from PTSD, any of us who feel like we deal with almost like I've just told people before, I said, my brain at times is my worst enemy. Um, You know, when you're dozing off to sleep and a flashback slams you, (laughs) your brain's your worst enemy. Yeah. And it's almost like our, our, in our sinful flesh, that's been through trauma, it's almost like our brain sometimes feels like it's trying to self-destruct. And that verse 20 is powerful because it's saying that God sent his word. In other words, the power of his word heals. Yeah, it does. And it, it saves us. It delivers us the same way it could deliver the children of Israel. It could deliver, it can deliver us from our destructions. And, Maybe not destructions we always have chosen. Maybe sometimes they're destructions that are partly our fault or are completely our fault. But no matter the case, God still, he sent his word. He has given us his whole word and his word is healing. It has power. And so don't feel like spending time with Jesus isn't accomplish anything. Don't ever take the lie that reading his word is a waste of time because in his word, is life and healing. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only word that contains life and healing. 
It's the only set of words that does that. It's the only words that come with the author. It's the only book that comes with the author to help you understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, Boy, I wish I would have had my chemistry book in college come with the author to understand it. But God's Mm -hmm. word, here it is, the Holy Spirit of God in your heart, and he's helping you. Yeah, there's so many things there, Stephanie, that mess you up. You know, here they are because of their own folly, their own foolishness, their own craziness. And, uh, and they're at the gates of death, man. They're dying. And, you yeah. know, it seems like before you get to the point of dying, you go to God. It seems like before that comes up, you know, before you hit those things, it seems like you'd say, you know, this might be a good time. Uh, that we go to God again because God keeps on answering them in their distresses. He keeps on helping them. He keeps on pulling them out. Uh, Stephanie just nailed it there in verse 21. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. We see that again, Stephanie. And uh, why do you think the Lord gives us that over and over again? Wow. Well, I think it's God's constantly trying to remind us that he is a good God, that he loves us, that he wants to take care of us. And, um, I think we've lost the power that comes from praising the Lord. Um, you know, there's, and I think there's a certain sense in which praising God brings life, praising God brings healing, praising God shows the world that Jesus is our life, that he's real to us, that, um, he's worth living for. And I think that's one of the reasons God reminds us over and over again to praise him. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, I I think the other thing, too, is all these people's problems, everything they're going through has come, has been born out of um, not praising God, not thanking God, not going to God. So, you know what he's saying? Oh, that man, you know, oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness. And, and mm. you know, we see that again in, in, in 31 and he maketh the storm calm, and, you know, we keep going through that, and we live these stormy lives, and there's only one place you can get calm, and that's yeah. a, and that's at the foot of the cross. It's the only place we're going to find great calmness, peace that passeth all understanding. Uh, we don't want the world's peace. We want God's peace over there in John 14. We want the peace that's different. We want to mm-hmm. we want to live a different life, and and we're not going to find that peace when we're arguing with God, when we're following knuckleheads, when we're... Uh, not doing the things we should be doing. And, uh, you know, peace. So where, where do you find your peace from, Stephanie? Where and how are you getting your peace? Well, true peace, I believe, comes from only from the Lord. And, you know, there's not just the last two and a half years, but there's always been a place I could go to when there wasn't peace anywhere else. And that was to Jesus. I could talk to him. I could know he would be that, that haven, that refuge I could flee to, um, that I could cry out to him, that I could literally sob my tears out to him and knew that he did care. And um, that's, that's where real peace comes is from the knowledge that Jesus Christ loves me and cares for me and will never leave me. That's where peace is. Yeah, and, and, and you know, folks, it can start at any time. You know, one of, the, one of the things I think that messed me up when I was a younger Christian, uh, Stephanie, is, is thinking, well, I've went this long without having a great relationship with God, or I've done this, or I've went 
I, I, I've completed these things, I've done these things, and I haven't had a great relationship with God, so I really don't need one now. That's some of the greatest lies mm-hmm. in, in, the, uh, in somebody's vocabulary today. I, yeah. I, 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 think, I don't think we need that. I think we need truth. And the reality is at any time you can get right. Uh, God's never going to leave you in a messed up state. He's never going to leave you where you are. He can save you where you are, but... Uh, but God wants you to keep moving. I mean, he has a, he has a plan for us. What is it Jeremiah says? that uh, There's a plan with an expected end, right? Yeah. Yeah, for I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> he knows the plans. Don't you wish he shared them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Maybe he, sometimes. <laughs> I, you know, I, I got to say this, Stephanie. I don't know if I want to know the next thing in my life. I just want to come across things. You know, I just want to, uh, you know, there's enough going on in our life. I mean, we're raising millions of dollars for a retreat. we got new missionaries coming on. We're hanging out. We're doing these things. There's stuff going on everywhere. And in the midst of all that, do I really want to know who's coming after us next, who's doing what? I don't know. I don't think so. Nope. I just want to keep on going on, you know? And uh, just keep on cruising on. Okay, so then we, we're moving down in here. And it said, uh, they that go down to the sea in the ships and that do business in great waters, they see the works of the Lord. So he, he's going on over those next few verses, Stephanie, and he's talking about when you're out on a ship and you're out to sea bouncing all over the place, the president's not going to help. Nobody can help you. No one can change that. Only God. Only God can still the waters. Only God can change the things. And, uh, and, and then they cry in verse 28 unto the Lord in their trouble. And he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm and the waves thereof. So there's only one place that can slow down the storms. That's all we got. But you know what we do have folks. So listen, I think that the message out of 107 so far for us up to verse 32 is praising them. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. Uh, it started off, give thanks to the Lord. That's where we're still at, reminded that God stills the water. God stills the heart. God makes the storms go away. God gives us that peace that passes understanding. So so what song do you have for us, Stephanie? Well, I have the song, The Haven of Rest. Well, let's do that, bad boy. That sounds like a good one today. My soul in sad exile was out on life's sea. So burdened with sin and distressed, till I heard a sweet voice saying, Make me your choice. And I entered the haven of rest. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. I'll sail the wide seas no more. The tempest may sweep or the wild stormy deep. In Jesus, I'm safe evermore. That's where it's at, folks. In Jesus, you're safe evermore. In God, I mean, we, we've got to get there. Friends, listen, a couple things you need to know about. And uh, I think the first thing is this. Thank you for coming out and listening to this. Put this to work in your life. Take some notes as you go through this uh, program. And uh, 
and write down how God helped you with it. Maybe write down some blessings in your life you're not looking at. But over and over again, oh, that men, oh, that men, over and over again, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. So as we wrap up this podcast today, be one of the praise people. Be a praise person. Give praise to God for all he's done in your life. Oh, that men would praise God. Praise him. Praise him. Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. We, we might do that next song. Who knows? We sure do love you, folks. Praise him. Make time to give thanks. Be in your Bible today. If we can help you, find us out there and help for wounded spirits. If you need a camp or something like that, go out to woundedspirits.com. We're starting to put those up. By the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably have the next 10 or 12 camps and workshops out there. Listen, folks, have a great day. It's good being with you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry visit us at woundedspirits.com.